Warning, the following podcast is not intended as financial advice, and the hosts may or may not have open positions in the commodities discussed. Listeners are advised not to make any investing decisions based off of our inaccurate, poorly informed insights. If you take anything we say seriously, you are fucking stupid. Should you follow our recommendations, may your parents become ugly and your children ill-mannered. Amen. Wait, bacon and cheese. Is everybody on here, because I know Bijan is a big, like, Hawaiian pizza guy. Are Is everybody here, like, Hawaiian pizza person? You gotta love it. So oh, absolutely. Whoa. What? I mean, you don't I'm like... like I'm not like okay, I'm not against. I've had pineapple on pizza. I don't think it's like bad per se, but it's certainly not what I would choose for myself. You know what, what the best? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, Just what like a choose? normal fucking like a pepperoni. <laughs> like, well, uh, here's what. Okay, one thing that I think is the worst part about a Hawaiian pizza is actually not the pineapple. It's Canadian bacon because it Canadian bacon is shit. We should all agree on this. I yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree. It's very. It just is like salty and fatty. It's but ham. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like I feel like if you were gonna do a pie, if you were gonna do Hawaiian pizza, like nix the Canadian bacon, just put pepperoni on like a normal fucking person, and then like put the pineapple on. Ooh, pepperoni and pineapple actually does sound fucking good. Yeah. Dude, a, actually... I feel like a real Hawaiian pizza that would be fucking sick is like, have you ever heard of Moco Loco? Oh yeah, the burger. Dude, yeah, it's like the the Hawaiian lunch plate. Dude, imagine a dude pizza with like a drizzle of like gravy on it and like yeah. that like chopped oh. up burger yeah Ooh, like God. you're dipping loco. it in macaroni salad yeah. <laughs> just like you're back in maui <laughs> <laughs> yeah moco loco for people who don't know it's like rice with like hamburger patty over it and like gravy and i think maybe an egg am i yeah fried egg fried oh egg. dude i that's... love a fried egg on pizza too holy fuck that sounds like that thanksgiving burger you got at Wahlburgers. what was on that <laughs> oh, yeah i got i got the the thanksgiving turkey burger uh which I asked for no mayo, and somehow the order, somehow at Wahlburgers, the order got messed up, and I got extra mayo. <laughs> so it's just a, a lukewarm, like potentially a, raw turkey patty with mayo. <laughs> you just got like an epic meal time, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were gushers in it. Wasn't there like cranberry <laughs> sauce on it? It was like cranberry yeah, sauce, Cranberry gravy. sauce, stuffing, gravy. And then I washed it down with an, an ice-cold Walbruski. <laughs> 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 that's what uh mark Wahlberg eats every morning when he wakes up at 2 30 a.m his calendar <laughs> yeah, in, in, in his like in his like protein shaker as he's working out it's just a, a fucking smoothie version of the Wahlburger. <laughs> <laughs> he just barfs it all up and then keeps working out <laughs> i was born to make money i was around nowadays uh yeah you know uh, honestly walking mostly but you know everybody they're all they're talking about ev but when electric. i like to go fast when, when i like to go vroom vroom uh i do uh electric vehicle i don't have an electric vehicle i've i'm not even 100 percent sure i've ever ridden in an electric vehicle uh fully um but i think that it's uh yeah you know tesla uh, of, of electric vehicle companies tesla which, you know, is perennially in the news, it feels like now. It is uh, crazy, crazy stock. Um, just beat, like, released their uh, quarter one delivery numbers, beat it by a lot. It was, I think, 184,000 
units versus like a street average of like 174,000. So like a pretty substantial beat. So Tesla, and I feel like people talk about Tesla as this like crazy stock that's overvalued, right? So like, what does this mean for Tesla? Um, I think it's, it's a weird thing. Cause I'm like, I, okay. I say this as somebody who, uh, pre split adjusted, adjusted for pre split. I bought Tesla at $210, right? And what's it at uh, now? Respect. It is. I, at, I can tell you that it's at 662. <laughs> okay. I did sell Tesla recently, um, because I'm almost certain that, I mean, like, if Tesla isn't a bubble, then like what is a bubble? You know what I mean? It's it's going for nine hundred. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So so to be clear, you got out of it uh, because you just you you're speculating that it's in a bubble. Yeah, I'm speculating in a bubble that it's in a because it's like why like why would but this people be- Nick people also said this and I actually don't like Tesla but people also said this about Tesla when it was three hundred when it was four hundred. Well, yeah, um, that's what a bubble is is where uh, it's equating <laughs> <laughs> the price. Okay, I'm just gonna log up. I'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Rohit. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have been more yeah, wrong. Rohit, yes, bubble much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever ridden in one? They're they're obviously super cool, but like they kind of suck ass, right? Like just no, it's hearing... like it, it's the car equivalent of like playing with like uh, a Microsoft Zune. Like everything in the car seems very sleek and cool, but they're an absolute nightmare to repair. Like these cars break. Like and and they're they're actually trying to like change the model of like how you see cars. Like you're only supposed to have a Tesla for like three to five years because they they break down incredibly quickly. And the only place that you can get them serviced is at a Tesla dealership. Like it it, it you can't just go to an auto shop. Um, that yeah, being the, said, I have tried ludicrous mode and it's fucking crazy. It, wait, what, what is, is ludicrous that? Mode? L- wait, ludic- wait, the rapper or like in, insanity? <laughs> or just the yeah, concept it, of general ludicrousness. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, it just starts playing ludicrous and you can't stop it. Um, no, ludicrous mode is like, uh, there's zero to 60 in like 2.8 seconds or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, you, you click a button and that, because everything Elon Musk does, he wants, once again, to make it seem like he's Batman. So it's like, you click a button and then it's like, oh shit! Now I can go fast. Um, Does the button it say is, "ludicrous mode" on it? Yes, and it Wait, is like it, really? it, I swear on my life, and it is it is legitimately shocking. It uh, it is very fun. No, uh, I'm sure it's just uh, you know the best analogy for Teslas that I think of is like like smart fridges. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the fridges that have like the freaking uh, TV screen on them and all that stuff, and they're cool with all the bells and whistles, but like, ever, like they just break in like four to five years. Whereas you have fridges from like the '80s that are still around and like still, like in your basements or whatever, like going strong. Um, it's kind of the same analogy, right? Of like this new era of tech that's just supposed to be destroyed and and repurchased. Oh, I guess uh, Apple started it. I mean, too. I think it's yeah. Uh, I, I think the term is designed obsolescence. I think it's planned obsolescence. Idiot. Uh, both. <laughs> well, it's, it's just like, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude, one of one of Vision and Nick's classic fights. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it's designed. No. Uh oh. Uh, do I sense the first podcast beef? <laughs> oh Dude, I, I just hire an army of like Twitter bots. <laughs> it's planned. 
Yeah. No, Nick, unfortunately for you, it's planned obsolescence, and there are two other names, but they are built in and premature. There's no design. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> we'll, we'll take this offline, though. Uh, yeah. Dude, I fucking had a premature obsolescence when I was with your girl, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> In a Tesla, too, nonetheless, <laughs> at insult to injury. <laughs> While I was going ludicrous mode. <laughs> <laughs> I just want ludicrous mode on your girl. Oh. oh, let's keep this PG. Let's keep the we're trying uh, to get on we're yeah, trying to get no, on Disney dude. Plus. But I, I, I agree with your guys' thesis because it's like I feel like uh i i've been whipping my dad's 2010 toyota prius and it's in great shape and i love whipping it nothing like why nothing if you want to get a nice eco-friendly car which i believe in both environmentally and you know less money to spend on gas just what's wrong with the prius i like a prius don't be tesla it's like a status but also symbol. even even luxury designers like uh, audi has the e-tron series which is supposed to be really good like uh uh e-vehicles so it's like every traditional company is doing it you don't need yeah, to pay uh, I mean, w- once again, uh, another similarity between me and LeBron James is that uh, I will, I will You're also, also not be getting, getting the vaccine. <laughs> oh no, no! I do profit off of my uh, endorsement deals in China. So Zach's like the, them. the vaccine is a decision between me and my family. All right. <laughs> no, is that I will be uh, saving all of my money to get the electric Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're making an electric Hummer? They are. Uh, they are, and LeBron already started in the commercial, and he's already said that he's going to get the first one that comes out. It's also oh, a very funny God. concept, imagining LeBron saving up for something. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of each week, I put 50 cents in a jar. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I've been trying to eat out and like order delivery less so I can buy this. <laughs> he's just bringing a little brown bag lunch to practice every time. <laughs> Yeah, he's just sitting there with his fucking Uncrustable. Like, yeah, yeah, all of his, well, all of his yeah. teammates are like, yo, can we go to the club tonight? And he's like, nah, guys, I got a pass. Like, I, I have some beers at my house if you guys want. <laughs> yeah, I think they're still and, good. And it's, you show up and it's just kombucha. Like, it's not- <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, so, I mean, obviously this is a big thing people say, you know, the EV market. So are there any stocks you think people should buy if they want to profit off of electric vehicles besides Tesla? For some reason, I feel like Zach knows the most about EVs. I don't know why. I I, I feel like I I've made a significant amount of money off of EVs. Uh, in right when I or uh, at the beginning of quarantine, I invested in Workhorse uh, when it was trading at like four dollars a share, and sold when it was trading at twenty nine dollars a share. Hell yeah! Um, it's made like a massive return on that. I th- I think uh, the interesting plays that are also potentially the most uh have the most downfalls uh because they they're more uh gambles uh are the company the the sort of like uh tertiary EV companies. Uh like Workhorse is a gamble because uh people are just speculating that they will get like a massive USPS contract uh to supply trucks for them. Uh or Blink, which is like a charging company or Plug, which is a charging company. All of it is dependent on what the Biden administration decides to give tax credits to and EV credits to. Um and what a company like Tesla or Neo that actually manufactures electronic cars uh is going to like sync up with. I would yeah, I would say maybe the like for a long-term play that I think is actually very solid for EVs is a Chinese company called BYD. Um, oh, what, is what is BYD? I don't know. BYD is, I, if I'm not, it's, I think the largest manufacturer of electric vehicles in China. 
um, like a mobile battery more. Like it's, um, it has like the backing of like Berkshire Hathaway and like a lot of institutional investors. Um, Dude, that one thing you gotta know about Nick, the, he loves Berkshire Hathaway. He's I do, I know. Dude, I do. Yeah, Nick does the same thing as Warren Buffett every morning, where he like goes to the McDonald's drive-through and depending <laughs> on how like pork futures are looking, is tries to decide what he's going to order. Yeah, like, I can't get the sausage this morning. <laughs> yeah. Also, like Warren Buffett, he like Nick's gonna marry his mistress or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I have a uh, you know. I just get McDonald's every morning, diarrhea futures determines. It's like two weeks. <laughs> Can we quickly talk about um, Warren Buffett? Because obviously it's, you know, unethical, blah, 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 whatever, to be a billionaire. But it's like, at least if you're a billionaire, like, ball out. Like, what's That's, the point of living that lifestyle? Bro? I was literally just going to say the same thing. Like, why are you staying in your childhood home? Like, <laughs> that is... I also feel like he's gotten to the status where everything he says, he, all, he always has these one-liners that are, like, wise investment advice. But I think it's gotten to the point where you can say anything and people will be like, yeah, that's really profound. It'll just be like, investing is like a cup yeah, of coffee. He, he, you he's got, yeah, he's like, uh, you have yeah, to be like uh, water. Dogs are always in push-up position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess. That's true. And in many ways, so is the market. So. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> Mr. Buffett. Yeah, he was the original Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> just clean one-liners about. <laughs> yeah, he's also going to die from doing speedballs. <laughs> yeah, uh... Warren Buffett just comes up like stocks are really good if you're hung- if you want to invest and you want a thousand of them. <laughs> it's like, <we're> like, <laughs> that would be sick if that's how he just went out on a blaze of drugs and like just completely switched his ascetic lifestyle to. Basically, I'm saying it'd be sick if Warren Buffett yeah. died. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's you know it's whatever. It's it, it would it would suck. I I feel like he lives a different billionaire lifestyle than we all would if we were because obviously. The point of being a billionaire is you give money to your boys, you buy a swag mansion together, you buy cool cars, everyone hates you, but who cares? But he's like not even doing that. He's not giving money to his kids or anything. Yeah, I feel that. At least get like a cool pair of shoes or something. Like, you know, get something cool. (laughs) Get get, get a nice pair of fairy top sliders at least. Yeah. You know, get some... Or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, be 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 sure taking Warren Buffett to like the Vans store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick Warren, out one thing you like. Yeah, yeah. Warren Buffett like fucking putting his entire net worth in Zoomies after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I God, saw. Dude. I was watching this video on YouTube of why Rolls Royces were so expensive, and they went into Drake's, and like his cost a million dollars, like for a car. It's like that's what you do when you're insanely rich. That's sick. But, totally. Nah. Dude, but okay, but can you imagine if like, you know, like fucking Warren Buffett rolling down the street and like a fucking decked out like, in, in, like... in like Lincoln, Nebraska or Omaha or wherever? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So it seems but, like but I... there's still a, there's still a, a, a way to like be the boring billionaire and then just have like the highest quality version of the boring thing. Well, Bezos like does Bill that, Gates. Right? That's Bill yeah. Gates, too. It's like Bill Gates bought his own fucking X or he bought an X-Wing that he just sits in. Like a Star Wars X-Wing? Yeah, like a full a full replica. Other people have talked about this, but like he just has a replica and he goes and he sits in it and it, it it's not connected to anything. It's just a statue. <laughs> but, but it's also, I feel like Bezos, Bezos is probably the most low-key billionaire to me because 
unlike Bill Gates, he doesn't like do the whole billionaire philanthropy stuff. Um, he hasn't signed the giving pledge. He's obviously one of the richest person in the world, but like he doesn't tweet like Elon. So he's like super low key in that regard. And, and, and he's crazy rich. Like his house is so many rooms that he could take multiple dumps over multiple days and never <laughs> see the same toilet twice. Uh, like <laughs> that is sick when you get to like the level of wealth where every toilet is disposable just be like yeah. i never even have to see this toilet again <laughs> get this out of my sight yeah he just this, takes a shit is, and doesn't wife and then just, right he's like this is toilet. worth my this is worth my employees peeing into bottles for it <laughs> so i can pee wherever i want yeah. uh so it seems like a takeaway listeners is invest in ev if you want i think it's probably good Maybe not Tesla, or maybe Tesla. I don't fucking know. Uh, let's move on to our next segment, which is uh, rate a stock. Where Dude, we... Bishan was not happy. He was not having it. He was like, "I, I don't, I don't like EVs. I'm moving on." Anyway, also, let, let me let me just amend what Bijan said there. I think that EV is like a, a burgeoning play, and I think that it, it it or a burgeoning market, and I think the play makes sense as long as you're incredibly specific on what you're actually purchasing, whether it's like, uh, you know. Uh, nickel for batteries, lithium for batteries. There are a bunch of holding companies that like have both of those or like the play that Nick was suggesting himself, the BYD, uh, like the manufacturers, like there, there are numerous ways to get in without having to invest in sort of the, the volatility of a company like Tesla. Yeah, I think, yeah, because a lot of these EV companies, they're way overvalued right now. Um, but there are certain plays that I think could have potential upsides. Like uh, there's one play I know that was like big promoted, pr- big promoted by uh, uh, Chamath uh, Palahapitiya. Um, where whoa, whoa, first show cancellation right there, dude. No, I, don't, I actually don't know how you say it, if I'm being honest. You just say a, like a not like Western name and then you get canceled. <laughs> 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 I, I i myself am bullish on neo uh at the price point that it's currently at like i think that's a a great play for the future i wouldn't put more than one percent or two percent of my portfolio into yeah, it but yeah yeah uh but but i think like the potential for long-term gains uh is massive at this price point i think it i think you could probably get a better price in the future but i do think long term it's going to be fine um one me thing and Bijan, that... me and Bijan are bullish on Neo the artist. Why can't I turn off the radio? Cause I'm so sick of love songs. Oh Ooh, banger. I do love that Absolute song. Banger, dude. I thought you were gonna say Neo the protagonist from the Matrix, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm also bullish on him too. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I'm in the Jason <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you may not know this, but we actually are able to put a plug straight into Nick's neck and he can learn any yeah. martial art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you have to understand is I am a human battery uh, floating around in goo. Uh, <laughs> floating around in the tank of your own diarrhea. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did the plug in the Neo and then he just, they just saw him like Tai Chi or something. Just very peaceful. <laughs> Uh, um would that be funny i don't know <laughs> uh why don't you judge it based on our fucking laughter <laughs> <laughs> yeah our silence was that told the whole story right there man but yeah let's 
Yeah. All right, well, let's look at this like, what is, what segment. Is, is, like had a dog. There's <laughs> this section. This segment. I tried to end it. It's expired. It's pa- it's it's ripe. It's moldy. I've been trying to move to the next segment. Uh, let's go to the next segment. Let's go to the next segment. Dude, Rogan. what if uh, what if Morpheus was white? Would would that be better? Would you like? Would you guys like that more? Dude, what if Morpheus had like a mohawk? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Next no, time. no, you Next you time. do. It. You guys. Yo, do it. No. Morpheus with transition lenses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morpheus wearing 3D glasses for some reason. <laughs> Dude, this Wait, is crazy. We, we don't talk about this, but what if like a seminal plot point in The Matrix Two is that Morpheus doesn't like freeways? <laughs> Like, but, it, but that did that did give like one of the best fight sequences of all time. Oh, that so. when the twins are chasing them, that's yeah. super cool. Yeah, but it's so funny. She's like, "You said never to go on the freeways. They're dead." <laughs> <laughs> like this is like weird propaganda from the Wachowski siblings. <laughs> <I'm> like, Welcome to the rate a stock segment where we are going to take a stock like a popular talked about stock and give it our rating whether you should buy it sell it whether you should insider trade uh, that company flip uh, it and reverse it <laughs> <laughs> flip it gamble on it uh so this week's stock will be rocket which is the ticker is RKT. It's Rocket Mortgage, uh, and I think partially the reason we want no, to no, talk no, it's about- it's it's Rocket Companies, and they own Rocket Mortgage, but also Quicken Loans. Oh, okay. So Rocket Companies owns Rocket Mortgage and Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans was the original, and that's that's Dan Gilbert, who also owns the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, um, the NBA basketball team. Uh, and yeah, you oh, know, the, the NBA N- basketball team. Yeah, the N- <laughs> yeah, as opposed oh. to the ABA basketball team. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it, it's owned by Dan Gilbert, and it's funny because the the stadium they play at used to be the Quicken Loans Arena, but now it's the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Anyways, keep going. Damn. Yeah, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and Grill. Wasn't there <laughs> at, at a certain point? Wasn't there like didn't Pornhub try and make a bid for one of the the naming rights to one of the stadiums? That, that would have like been so sick, <laughs> dude. Yeah, well, welcome to the MILF house. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the porn, just the giant orifice they play in. <laughs> <laughs> the Pornhub hole. <laughs> yeah, it's guys, like come the- on, we're trying to get on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so they. I feel like the reason we kind of wanted to, we chose this as the right of stock this week is because there's been a lot of news about the housing market. Um, because a lot of people want to buy houses and there's not a lot of supply of houses. So basically, I think we're going to talk about Rocket and you know should you invest or what's you know how does this relate to the housing market? And it's also like uh, the thing about Rocket Mortgage too, though, right? Is it's not only. Just, I mean, obviously it is like a massive, like, like I think the largest uh, residential loan servicer in the country. Um, but also it's not only just, okay, yeah, it's a loan servicer, but it's also very memed about. It's like, it's a Reddit, you know, it's been taken up by the Reddit crowd. Uh, 
And but what's interesting though is the Reddit stuff is because it's being shorted. But in theory, as uh, Bijan just mentioned, there is like um, a, a huge dearth, like like lack of housing right now. I think in cities like Austin, you know, the population is increasing to like tenfold every 10, 20 years, whatever. And there's fewer and fewer houses coming on the market because prices are going up so much and people want to hold on to the value. So that means that you know houses are flying right the second they're put on the market, essentially. So there's definitely a market. So that that's what interests me is why is it being shorted if in theory they should be minting right now, especially when interest rates are so low. That's actually what I thought about. Yeah, I'm like, it's weird that this is like a meme stock or a stock people are investing in just for reasons outside of because it seems like that's a relatively solid business model, right? Or that it's like it's it seems like the company could be profitable. You planning on buying a house soon, Beach? Yeah, and it's fuck no, dude. Well, I didn't want to get into this yet, but. I, I will get into it. I'm I'm gonna already give a preemptive rating of one. You shouldn't buy Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Damn, dude, go off. Because Bijan, as always, was shooting from the hip. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming dude. in hot in this segment because I think you shouldn't invest in houses. I feel like the move is to go mobile in 2021. Uh, dude, Bijan's a digital life. nomad. Digital nomad. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, van life. I think you should invest in Winnebago. Uh, right, they actually B- are. Bijan not- just watched Nomadland and he's like moved. <laughs> he's like, I got. B- I was- Bijan saw one clip of Alex Honnold and was like, "This is what I want to do now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to hurt my girlfriend and do reckless things. <laughs> yeah, B- Bijan like undergoes a procedure to shrink his amygdala. <laughs> <laughs> I will no longer have fear. <laughs> Make me less scared, doctor. I saw that you could have a car with like a stove in it, and dude, I was sold. <laughs> So, uh, a every- Wait a minute, that's a car. <laughs> every time Bijan gets in a car, he like instinctively starts like trying to fry something in a pan. But there's no stove. <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna do? Yeah, it's just raw eggs swashing around in a pan. <laughs> so I think you should Yeah, screw no, it. No, 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 dude. Bijan takes the uh, cigarette lighter and just sticks an egg on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cars are way cooler than houses. Houses are in the past. We're moving to a life where you can go anywhere. You can be on the go. So I would say you should fuck you rocket. You can be anything too. Uh, I'm here to shill Winnebago. There's also uh, do you I think own it, Winnebago? No, but I've been thinking about getting <laughs> into it. Right. Uh, Wait, is Winnebago a publicly traded company? I, I would be. I guess I don't have an opinion. Winnebago way, Industries. Yeah, it's it is, it. and it's like. Actually, what if we found out right now that Winnebago Industries is also like a weapons manufacturer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do make drones and uh, <laughs> yeah, for the whole family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's like subsidiary of Lockheed Martin, like Lockheed Winnebago's. Uh, but I would oh, say this is this is sick. Real quick, uh, the Winnebago is named after the Native American tribe who have lived in the area where they're from. During the seventies and eighties, Winnebago Industries depended on Native American history and traditions in naming their products. For example, Chieftain and Brave. <laughs> Whoa! Christ. Damn. The dark <laughs> underbelly of Winnebago. That's going to get the not financial advice canceled Winnebago you're canceled well you can also invest in Camping World or Thor Industries these are two other companies that make mobile recreational vehicles so I think we should start a movement where everybody sells their house 
and we all get mobile houses. Bijan walking into an REI like it's Eldorado. <laughs> <laughs> I just love gear, so I feel like I'm I'm against Rocket. But wait, Bijan, I feel like you're someone who loves gear but doesn't use it. Like you would have all the things to go rock climbing, but you're not going to do it. Well, oh also, yeah. Also, owning a house is not antithetical to owning gear. Like they're not mutually exclusive. You're right. You you're can... right. Plenty of people own both. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it typically isn't a decision between one or the other. Like even people who who are in hashtag van life, like most of them still have like a home base where they park and shit. Like it's just typically smaller. I'd say those people aren't like true van life people. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> Who's currently living in a house? Are there are there other like home mortgage service services and companies that you guys like? I know Nick. And yeah, I, I mean I'm, also in Coop. Yeah, so I'm big ahead. on Mr. Cooper Group, uh, C O O P. Um, yeah, no, it's just one of the nation's largest largest uh, mortgage servicers. S N W O P C O O P. That's all, that's their motto too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. sorry to continue yeah, i mean it's only one of those things of like it's just a more it's a lower it's 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 an undervalued company and it's not as like volatile or crazy as rocket where you know there's like other weird factors affecting rocket mortgage even if it's a good underlying company i think um and it has like potential it's just like I don't know. It's like it IPO'd recently, so there's volatility because. And what's of that. your what's your return been on the past year? Oh, um, for Coop, it has um, been about seventy five ish or so. Yeah, I'm, like I'm at like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little over sixty percent. Yeah, that. and you know, and it's and the outlook just keeps getting better. I think it's trading at around thirty five, thirty four dollars right now, and uh, price targets range from anywhere from like thirty nine to like forty six. So right. there's there's upside on that. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, um, interest rates are low right now. I think at some point they'll go up, but not too concerned about that. The housing market is just gonna as tech as as tech overlords keep moving into like hot cities, quote unquote. There's just gonna be so much more housing growth happening everywhere. So it seems like we're it's like that like housing stocks are good, but Rocket might not be the one to hit right. Your right. Did, were to? you looking at other companies, Bijan, in that space? So I I mean, I did some preliminary research and it seems like, yeah, so basically it seems like investing in like mortgage services and housing companies are is a good play <laughs> to me. Sorry, I'm laughing. You doing research in the Library of Congress for some reason, <laughs> just like, where are they? <laughs> I did research. It's also, it's also funny that Bijan is vehemently against the idea of housing, but did do preliminary research into companies that you could potentially invest in for housing. <laughs> well, you should know your enemy. You know what I mean? Like that's... that's <laughs> Some sun- fucking, fucking Sun Tzu over here. Some Sun Tzu shit, yeah. Uh, no, no, but you know, I'm always trying to help our listeners make a dollar. So if you do want to get into the housing market, it's solid play, I think. And you could look into Meta Financial, which is cash is the ticker. Walker and Dunlop, which is WD. Penny Mac, which is PFSI. Discover Financial Services, which is DFS. And Lennar, which is LEN. And these are all companies I discovered on my own and did not take from a slideshow I found online of good uh, mortgage <laughs> stocks. I mean, you did uh, research. You did, you did <laughs> which technically job. counts as research. So. Yeah, Bijan didn't type into the search bar, wiki how to invest in homes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like, Zach, you have, uh, as a resident internet expert, Zach is always trawling through the dark web. Uh, 
understanding. Yeah, that's that's right. All the the like what the people online are saying. I feel like so Rocket. No, Mortgage, yeah, I, I I am the pulse of the people. Uh, Rocket Mortgage is like in addition to I guess the company itself. It's like it's heavily shorted. Uh, so it's also somewhat of a meme stock. So Zach, what is your take on it? From well, like, it's, uh, it, that's the thing is that it's not. It's it it's not actually heavily shorted. Uh, the current short float is thirty eight percent. Um, whereas like at its peak, GameStop was over 100% of the float had been shorted. Um, but what I will say about Rocket and the reason that it is trending on, uh, forums like Wall Street Bets, um, is because it is like heavily mimetic. It, it is one of those stocks that, uh, people see as like a short term massive play, Right. And because like Dan, of that, Dan Gilbert writing a letter to LeBron James in Comic Sans when he left the Cavaliers. Yes. Is, yeah, that's mimetic. Exactly. <laughs> well, there there are things that it's like that make people laugh and they also would like to make money. And the issue that I see with Rocket and sort of the the meme of Rocket Mortgage itself is that there isn't really like any underlying technical analysis to the short float like the whole the whole GameStop thesis is based on the idea that like at a certain point hedge funds will be margin called uh, but they won't be able to sell any shares back because they don't have them rocket is only 38% shorted um i don't see it having the same and 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 i feel like this is evidenced by the fact that uh a week or two ago rocket shot up like 80% in one day and then the following day dropped about 75% um and it's been relatively stable ever since um i i which is why i would give this also a one uh i would stay away from anything that has this much volatility uh and also doesn't really have any like underlying um um, mimetic value outside of yeah, Dan Gilbert. Being um, no, I, I I also agree. I think uh, mortgage servicers and providers are a good place to be. Uh, probably just not RKT. I would look at what Nick talked about of Mr. Cooper, uh, Coop, uh, as well as the uh, heavily researched list that Bijan provided to us earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, N- Nick, uh, would you? What would you give Winnebago? Uh, Winnebago, it breaks the scale. I think it's... <laughs> it's yeah, it breaks the scale like Nick's mom. God is ass. Oh, Easy. <laughs> dude, apologize to my mom. <laughs> All right, I'll, t- I'll call her later. Dude. I'm, seeing her, I'm seeing her later, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dude, the rare double diss. Uh-huh. Uh- dude, hey, Rohit, just know that, like... I mean, we like to joke on this podcast, but like, I do have feelings, and like, my family is important to me. So. Let's take this offline. Let's take this <laughs> offline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rohit, so, my family isn't important to me, and if you want to fuck my mom, you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think okay, Zach and I give this baby a one. Rohit, Nick, what are you feeling? I'll do a one point five, but there are definitely 5. better companies in this good space to play in. Yeah, I'd give it like a one point five. I think it's like it's actually like not a bad company. I think it's just like there's it's a in a weird place, and I'm not sure if it's the time. Actually, to, to differentiate it. myself from Bishan, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a two. I'm gonna give it a two point one. Yeah. Then actually, fuck it, I give it a four. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? <laughs> fuck you, I give it a five. <laughs> Yeah. God, it's you always a, a fucking pissing match between us. <laughs> Stop copying me. Our egos are so strong that we accidentally make it one of the most attractive stocks in the world. 
<laughs> All right. So I, th- I think the overall sentiment is like, you should invest in Winnebago. So let's move on to our next segment. Uh... <laughs> now it's time for the business idea segment of the podcast, where one of us will come up with a business idea and pitch it to the other three of us. And then the other three of us sitting in the investor's chair will say whether or not we like the idea and whether or not we'd invest in it. So this week, Rohit is making his official business pitch debut. He's going to pitch us a business and we're going to give give him our thoughts on it. So Rohit, what, what do you got for us this week? All right, let's go. So what are we all looking for, friends? We're looking for love. As obviously, as we've seen, uh, young, you know, young people virginity is on the rise. People aren't (laughs) getting with people. People aren't finding the right partner. They're not finding what they're looking for. Yeah, we know this. Young young people people keep becoming virgins (laughs) (laughs) against their will. Yeah, the rates are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So, and and what you're saying is people are having sex later. Yes, which corresponds directly to finding love. To me, I equate those two. <laughs> now, what do we use to find partnership? Uh, some people use Tinder. Uh, Zach, as a member of the tribe, can use JDate. Um, Bijan can use Minder, which is Muslim Tinder. Um, it, it exists. I swear that wasn't a weird bit. Um, it, I know, but the weird bit is that Bijan is not Muslim. <laughs> but but grew up Iranian. Anyways, as far as you know. Yeah, yeah grew up Iranian, but now he's converted to, you know, to yeah, now, Armenian. <laughs> yeah. Now he's like Laotian. Um, now, Nick doesn't use a dating app, but he is on the dark web and he is in a more of a community of like-minded people of sex pests and pedophiles. Um, now... <laughs> What all of these things have in common is the love is it's blank, it's hollow, it's selfish. Um, you know, people aren't happy, and a lot of this is due to lack of kinship with another person. Now, this is kind of the the new school of thought, right? To find love yourself, you have to do it yourself. And Americans aren't very good at this. Um, when you're given too much choice, it's detrimental. Uh, 50% of marriages end in divorce. Uh, that increases as you get to your second and third marriages. And so we've seen that even when you're given choices and you make a, the right quote-unquote choice, um, you can't be trusted to do it. The old school of thought was parents arranging a marriage for you. Your parents meet with another set of parents to set you up, and there you have it. Now, in the old school of arranged marriage, the divorce rate is less than 1%. And I know what you're saying. You know, the cultures of uh, the arranged marriage are less likely, blah, blah, blah. That's all false. It's bogus science. <laughs> it's a ploy by racist statisticians intent on bringing down the value of the Indian rupee. Now, also, sol- wait, to be, to be clear, can I interject really quickly? Uh-huh. Does uh-huh. this mean that you you support the cultural oppression of countries like Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I have no opinions, Zach. I'm just suggesting a good business idea. <laughs> That's for our listeners to decide on their own. So you have Tinder, you have Grinder. I'm suggesting Arranger, where you give your parents access to a pool of other parents where they discuss their children, their ambitions, their goals, etc. Once the parents decide on this, you all meet, and you get to meet this other person, and you get the final say on if it's happening or not. I mean, this isn't the dark ages, but 
that will then determine if you should marry this person. And you're, you're for, you're, it's arranged marriage. You're doing it from there on. You, you meet them. You fall in love. That you, you, you get married immediately, and then you grow together. And that's here's, beautiful. Here's what I'm worried about a little bit. Where, okay, so these parents are going to be on these apps together. They're going to be talking about like common interests and whatever. Like, are like parents are like these parents just going to start fucking each other? Is this just going to become a swingers app? for parents to yeah what if they eventually like commandeer the app they're they're more than welcome to do extracurriculars outside of the purpose (laughs) of the app but the point of the app is to get their children connected so are you is the child the child's role in this app is to like filter like they have some say in the sense that they can filter out parents they don't want to be arranged with are the are the children aren't even on the app? Right? Or is it just the children aren't even on the app? The children oh, are giving yeah. legal uh, responsibility to their parents to find a suitable partner for them. Okay, oh, so, so I, the app itself is like partnered with the U.S. government so that everything is <laughs> legally binding. <laughs> yes, it's like a it's like when you're on Judge Judy or whatever. Like it's not a real judge, but by being on the show, you sign a contract saying you're going to do whatever she says you're going to do. <laughs> so it's it's like that yeah. situation. Yeah, you also sign away your wife rights and like you know <laughs> the story. Also, that, I'm oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say I'm a little confused. Like, or because you said it's like when you do find a match, everybody meets, but. Like, what if hypothetically they meet and the, the kid, the child is not on board? Like, can the parents veto that and still force the marriage to happen or no? Um, That is up to the parent and the child. It depends on what's being offered as a dowry. Well, yeah, I think that should be a premium whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, service. This isn't, where it's this like isn't you're primitive, pa- all right? We don't need to do dowries if you don't want to. That is an option that you can unselect when you list yourself. But there's yeah, built-in but, but dowry but, functionality. Yeah, but it is pre-selected yeah, 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 when you join yeah. the app. You have to <laughs> check it off. When you... <laughs> yeah, I do... yeah, one of the attributes that you can see about the other parents is how many cows they own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like their general livestock situation. <laughs> so do the parents the parents make a profile? And do they make it like of like our this is our family? Or did, uh-huh, I guess, uh-huh. they it's want family. Advert- yeah, that's it's family because it's f- about families. That's another thing Americans are bad at, right? It's families connecting in union. It's not just two individuals, but it's two communities joining together. And parents have a good sense of that. I do like that is kind of beautiful. That, I do like that this app is um, completely dependent on parents being able to use an app. Uh, that is which, a, that is a good like flaw. I mean, like your mom WhatsApps up. me every day, dude. So, oh <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Damn, All right, never mind. Dude. Rohit's right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Rohit, Rohit. My big question is: Does the app itself have like funny prompts that parents can answer? Yeah. Oh, like is that Hinge or whatever with, with like yeah. the questions? Um, Where it's like, yeah, like, uh, what would you order for the table on uh your first date with the arranged family <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like two it's like yeah eight orders of calamari for like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah we can we can add in questions we're still developing the app i've brought in a top two i've we've stolen a few designers from apple and other companies to design this for us so we're, we're yeah like for example a question like what cast are you in <laughs> <laughs> i mean look i don't approve of the cast system but we will be adding a cast filter if that <laughs> i'm just playing the game brother uh 
what do I you guys think? Spe- specifically like wait do you do you just see this though as because that's interesting like i feel like you're pitching this as like a predominantly like american like a solution to the american dating apps but wouldn't this also have like great functionality overseas as just like a way of life like um i think so i mean i'm just less familiar with those uh, markets and i'd love to get a uh, head of international expansion on board to to really take us to the next level but i do think there's a huge area for this in the american market with um people not finding love and and that's where that's a space i want to play in it's like a very modern solution to making society more traditional mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's, a, here's a question <laughs> yeah it's basically like paul ryan <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also have like a heart congenital defect or whatever <laughs> well well here's a question for all of you then is who here would trust their parents to choose their like romantic partner? Well, Nick, I, don't, I actually, I, do you, I don't, do trust, I don't think do, that's what he's selling. I think you what trust he's, yourself what he's selling. Exactly. It, what, what he's selling is offloading the responsibility of having to pick for yourself, which is something that I could get on board with for sure. It's not even that yeah, I'd really trust my off, parents. But, it's that it's offloading it's that, it's that, to your parents. It's not to like your, I don't care. I just don't want to fucking think about it. Mm. I want to be told this is your life now. Right, like, Nick. Do you trust it would be yourself? so nice. I want everything to be no. like third grade. <laughs> I want to be given like, like a square yeah, pizza. Yeah, you, yeah, you just want good. your mom to dress you in an Oshkosh bagosh and send you on the date. <laughs> I think that's what I was wearing. Well, my mom was dressing in... me in Fubu and Roka wear. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sixth grade, I got so roasted because I was wearing Shaquille O'Neal and like oh. and one shoes. <laughs> this is. Oh my god, wait, this is actually so funny because it's, um, so my parents, uh, were immigrants, um, and so they just, like, didn't understand, like, Yuck. general, <laughs> you know, they just didn't, like, understand, like, general American culture stuff, so I remember when I was in third grade, my mom bought me, like, a bunch of FUBU stuff, just, like, not realizing <laughs> that, like, it was not for me or by me, so, like, <laughs> it was just, like, yeah, just, like, this, like, scrawny little Indian kid in just, like, like, FUBU shirts that were, like, too big because she's, like, you need to grow into it. You know? <laughs> loves, your dad just loves Damon John so much. So he's, like, we gotta support. <laughs> One of I the remember, best like, I, I used to get roasted, too, like, because I... I Almost exclusively from the ages of like eight to fourteen, wore and one. Oh yeah, logo stuff. But you get a pay less, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and and I like my excuse would always be like, well, the professor, the professor wears <laughs> <laughs> the hey, one right, white like, dude who was in hot sauce videos. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys seen the super aggressive and one shirts like from the mid two thousands? They're so funny. Like, well, don't they have like that gray guy on them? Yeah, and and they're, and they're like, "What's wrong, Mama? Forgot to pack your game." <laughs> dude, that that shirt just like bodies whoever reads the. Dude, damn. Like, oh, fuck. dude, this is the great. I just see one. <laughs> dude, it's it's the gray and one guy pointing to like a church, and it says, "Go to church, pray you don't guard me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If I saw someone wearing that, I would just be like, oh, no way I'm like, guarding that's this actually, guy. That's actually king shit, yeah. Dude, that, <laughs> yeah, when, when Bijan used to play pickup in the yard, he used to see it. <laughs> Fuck, this guy's, <laughs> I thought I need to go to church. Dude, Bijan would be at Rucker Park seeing the dudes wearing that shirt. <laughs> uh, 
dude i mean that that was like i i feel like our middle school era was the era of wearing like funny t-shirts that like oh, said yeah. thing like that said disses to all your classmates sorry back to back to the point at hand <laughs> so this, yeah, sorry, this is an app sorry, where sorry. your parents essentially find your partner for you obviously you got the final say in this um but it's it's led primarily by parents who have your best interest at heart and they you know they're your original best friends and i think that they that they do a good job of that uh would you guys uh, be how interested? does the app itself make money Ooh, good um Right, so uh, we're we're bringing on a head of monetization, <laughs> Rohit <laughs> swallows. Right, right. Yeah, we're also Money. bringing on a head of monetization from Apple. We're taking a lot of Apple workers. <laughs> um, it sounds like your business idea is just to steal IP from Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We own. end up just creating the new iPhone instead. Like, whoops. <laughs> um, no, I think um, we can do two ways. A, it can be a subscription app that you need to get. I don't like those, though, because I think freemium is the way to go. So it would be like Tinder where you can uh, super like a family. <laughs> <Or you> can... <laughs> what if, What if like, I know you're joking about like dowry. Like, what if it's like the wedding registry is like integrated into the app? So like. Oh, Ooh. yep. We're talking with execs at Zola.com right now to get to get that sort of integration set in. So really good thinking. I'd love to get you on the strategic team. Um, with the, Dude, yeah. Well, no, that's actually really interesting because, yeah, it's like you you get like Bed Bath & Beyond. You get William and Sonoma like and then, and then there are different tiers, like whether or not like the families are like more luxurious. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I also feel like it, it'll be a good incentive like for the you know it's if young people aren't getting married if if they don't want to get married but they'll at least see if i like sign up for this app i'll get a lot i'll get a lot of cool presents you know like i i'm willing to get married just for that <laughs> or at least that's you know how maybe someone could yeah, but... interpret it <laughs> i i was really dry this year on my birthday and christmas so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i might as well get married so i can get plates <laughs> cuz i feel like if you're like uh like emotionally stunted enough to like need your parents to like arrange a marriage for you it's like you like probably still like getting birthday gifts and shit whoa i mean first of all let's go back do you are you inherently emotionally stunted if you have an arranged marriage no 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 also i say this is like i have like multiple family members who had arranged marriages back in the day uh back in the village uh but like i mean like mo in modern times if you have the freedom to like not have an arranged marriage but you're still like i want my parents to because like i'm too scared to like arrange it myself you know what i mean right here's what i'll say i'm in thank you thank you wow okay i was nervous this, this sounds this, sound, this sounds fucking awesome and i'll tell you why one at as the only white member of the crew i feel like my entire life i've been told like there there is just this pressure on me that i'm like supposed to find my soulmate i've dated many women upwards of two three women i i've never fallen in love <laughs> it would be so much easier if i was if i mm -hmm. was given no option if i could just go meet some cool parents and then they happen to have a daughter or son that i fell in love with or a non-binary member of society Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the idea, but I am forced to support you as another Indian, so I am also <laughs> buying it. <laughs> I, I, I unfortunately give you all of my money. Uh, I'm in as well, but just because I feel like it's a lucrative idea to steal IP from Apple. I actually am not really into the business idea, but I'm into the scheming you have going on. Dude, it's a good idea, Bijan, and you had that genius suggestion for the wedding registry connection. 
I'll, can I be brought on? I'll be brought on as a consultant. I'll take some shares. How about that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, this I'm I'm actually happy with that. I'm I'm. This is a good idea, and it's going to take off. A ranger coming to you soon. Uh, we're bringing on top scientists from Apple, and yeah, we're going to get building. Bam. Okay, it's time for Zach's option play, where all three of us will pitch Zach an option play, uh, and he'll decide which one's the best and which one he wants to invest in. And now, listeners, I did not know what an option was until like six months ago. So basically, like for in in a, like simple terms we're basically telling zach whether we think a certain company stock will go up and down and whether or not he should like invest in that prospect but also before we get into it zach how did last option play go oh it went great i ended up selling uh with a profit of 17 percent on nick's previous option play for jd oh you love to hear it you love to hear it yeah Damn. Uh, yeah, that was like a uh, on a three hundred dollar investment. That was like, you know, sixty bucks, sixty oh. McChickens. I was gonna say, what did you buy with that sixty bucks? Sixty McChickens. <laughs> well, I guess with tax, it's probably like fifty McChickens. McChickens like one twenty nine, right? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna get taxed. Oh, you mean the tax on the McChicken? Um, yeah, it's like one twenty nine. You're right. So Wait, yeah, like you'll get taxed on the capital gain, will you not? No, I know. Oh, you just won't year. pay them. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit's off the books. Often, um, oftentimes the IRS takes up to five years to audit you. So, I think we can yeah, all agree we have, we have five years of not paying our taxes and just living in heaven, boys. <laughs> I go to jail for twenty years for like stealing McChicken. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think McChicken maybe is the best McDonald's menu item? No, I uh, firmly agree. Well, kind of the hot and spicy, the McChicken hot and spicy McChicken. Yeah, is the oh best yeah, McDonald's. I would. No, I actually like the OG with just like. So much mayonnaise, you don't even know what to do with it. They put so <laughs> dude, much dude, the hot and spicy with extra mayo is an incredible touch. Dude, Nick gets his without mayo, which is dude, the most. No, yeah, it's, but they already put <laughs> too much mayo. Up. Dude, no, 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 dude, no, mate, wait, wait, oh, slather. Nick would rather go home and add add his Kenji Lopez alt mayo that he homemade. <laughs> dude, actually, I mean, yeah, one, it's not even, it's not like great mayo, but also it's like it's you beautiful think, mayo. You, dude. you think you think that you would want more mayo than they already put? They put so much mayo on. Pour. But so that's nice. gross. But that's, that's an so overcorrection gross. to say I want no mayo. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like I can't trust them to put light mayo, so I must... wait. So wait, do they do they, when you say no mayo? Do they still put a little bit of mayo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because they're I like no one's ever they're like no one's ever done this before. We have to do a little bit of mayo. <laughs> Dude, no, that's insane. Dude, no, extra mayo is crazy. Yeah, it no fucks mayo. up the entire McDonald's workflow when Nick orders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So anyway, do you guys have pitches for me? I've got a pitch. Bijan, start us off. Uh, <laughs> Easter is coming up. I'm, <laughs> I'm still making my play. Wait, you know Easter will be over by the time. Dude, he you've buys been talking this. about Easter for so long. I like think the past three. <laughs> the best plays go in line with the liturgical calendar. I'll stand by this. <laughs> so it's an Easter tradition, like both flowers are an easter tradition like you know the church has set up nice little flower displays and also people eat hams on easter right there's like easter ham is the thing uh so what if there was a company that sold ham and flowers <laughs> there literally is that's my pitch uh, <laughs> yeah it's called like target <laughs> uh okay i was like what's a good ham company and then 
the company Harry and David, that, you know, that's like that mall store. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sell hams and they're owned, they're a subsidiary of 1-800-Flowers. So, and 1-800-Flowers is publicly traded as FLWS. So, I Okay, think, so what's the play? Um, I think you should cop a uh, $32 strike price. The stock's currently at $27. The break-even... Uh, would be point would be sixteen point oh two percent, and the percent change required would be fourteen hundred percent. Um, <laughs> and it's fifteen percent. Sorry, it's fifteen cents. The premium is fifteen cents. <laughs> Did you consider that the reason the premium is fifteen cents is because it needs to change fourteen hundred percent? I'm just saying, like miracles do happen, like Easter, like Jesus' resurrection. <laughs> And yeah, so yeah, Bijan's telling you to just invest in miracles. Yeah, like, seems pretty good. So I think if you invest in this, well, I think one eight hundred flowers in the next week is going to skyrocket. Because uh, <laughs> people are going to be buying up hams, buying up flowers. The market's going to go crazy. It's going to become the new Apple, basically. So that is my option play. All right, I'm into it. <laughs> who's who's got next? Um, I got one, but before that, I just have one more quick and one shirt um, caption to plug. <laughs> drop it, drop it. <laughs> and it's, uh, everybody's good at something, and he's, he's only holding a basketball. You should keep looking. <laughs> Damn, oh, that's sad. Oh, shit. Up. That's hard. Oh, that, that hurts. Um, yeah, I have one. Um, but mine, I will admit, is a little stolen from what uh, people are talking about. But uh, we've been talking about semiconductors. You pitched the while. exact same uh, 1-800-Flowers play. <laughs> 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 I will admit it's stolen from someone. something someone said 10 seconds ago. Uh, no, I, I think um, NVIDIA is getting a lot of options activity. Specifically, April 9th, $580 calls on NVIDIA, which right now are selling for about two dollars and seven cents which goes for so that'd be 207 dollars for a mm-hmm. for a call on that um uh, semiconductors are super hot nvidia has kind of been dropping over the past two months and i think now is going to be the time they bounce back or at least options activity indicates that there are some insider traders who think that's going to happen what is gotcha the- so you, you so the catalyst is mysterious Done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I kind of like that, you know, a little wow, so, so far I'm investing in either miracles or mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stock market, baby. <laughs> All right, Nikki, baby, what do you got? Oh, OK. So I had uh, something kind of similar to Rohit, actually, um, but not the same. Um, this is a company that I own, but that I also just think has good. It's also a semiconductor company. It sells memory chips, Micron Technology, MU. Um, they On Thursday, they beat their earnings expectations by a good bit um, or like a decent bit. Um, and like, you know, everybody's raising their estimates for Micron. I think, you know, it's currently traded at around 92.47. Um, a lot of, you know, the price targets people have for the year are like 130 145 at the highest or like higher end so i think like people are pretty bullish about micron that said um i think that the stock because one we had an incredible jobs report on friday um the stock market is going to boom next week and then micron having just beaten uh having just beaten earnings granted did shoot up because of that a bit 
um, I think is just a very attractive play. Um, so what I'm saying is that I think it's currently, again, it's currently traded at 92.47. I think you could buy a $95 call or $95.5 call, um, which would be mean to break even you would have to go up, uh, 3.85% or 4.2% respectively. Mm -hmm. Um, each contract is, um, for the 95 strike, it is a $1 and three cents. And for the 95, five, it's 85 cents. I think, you know, Micron's a great company. I think you can do very well for expiration April 9th. I actually think this is like pretty cut and dry. Uh, yeah, it's I, obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah flowers.com. Yeah. Uh, I, first of all, I've lost an incredible sum of money uh, investing in uh, graphics card companies, specifically AMD. Um, and I'm hesitant to get into NVIDIA for the same reasons that I lost yeah, money on right. AMD. I, once again, Two weeks in a row, and we go to Nikki Baby. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. You love I actually think I'm going to hit that 95.5 strike, 82 cents. I could cop five of those contracts for around 400 bucks. Yeah. Am I second place? 85 cents. 85 cents. 85 cents. Did I at least beat Rohit in my second place, right? Yeah, BJ in a second place. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Rohit. <laughs> yeah, Rohit. Dude, does... the 1-800 flower. That, come on. Get out of here. The bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Rohit, I know how it feels. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking bullshit <laughs> all right well plugs anyone got plugs oh yeah we got a plug shit oh dude that new movie with jason statham that looks i'm plugging that that looks cool with the guy richie oh i oh i saw that it looks cool i'm gonna take the cue from you i'm gonna plug that bob odenkirk movie <laughs> called nobody <laughs> oh dude i wanted to watch it but it's, it's basically it's basically john theaters. wick yeah it's in physical theaters i'm i'm plugging physical theaters as well wow okay nick beige what are you guys up to this week jesus work with me here i'm trying to think like what to plug what have i been feeling this week i feel like i've been well as we know easter is coming up Easter. <laughs> uh no i feel like I... oh i'm plugging fresh squeezed orange juice i've been Ooh. like squeezing my own oj recently Ooh, it's a lot of labor like to do it but it's so fucking good dude how many like... oranges you going through a lot that's the other thing too it's like it's kind of wasteful not gonna lie like i wish i should start composting because like i would say to make like a solid glass for me at least i use like three oranges um but that is that's a miserable ratio it it's so good i mean it also depends on like how juicy the orange is you know like if if it's a little overripe it doesn't have as much juice uh but yeah i'd say fresh squeezed oj for sure nikki um nah everything's pretty shit so i'm just gonna <laughs> 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 All right, I, would say, I, I would say I would say if anything, like detach more from things. Uh, you know? So Nick is plugging Buddhism. <laughs> yeah, 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 to not be entangled <laughs> with like you know expectation. Uh, that's what. I'm yeah, it, it, plugging the concept that everything is on fire. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sp Space Jam, Space Jam Legacy trailer just came out. It uh, it oh so yes, yeah, saw that, dude. It looks so fucking good. Don Cheadle is the digital antagonist. Yeah, wait, <laughs> why yeah. did they make him like all He's digital? locked in a server. 
He's his character from Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, LeBron is like a Hutu war leader. <laughs> All right, end it, cut it. <laughs>